Welcome to the Moon and You podcast. My name is Susan Hart. Today we are talking about the full moon in Scorpio. But before we dive into that, I wish to acknowledge country. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Moon and You acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. I have a quote for you before I introduce to you my lovely friend Kerry Hurricane and I also want to share with you some personal things that have happened to me over the last couple of weeks which fit in really well with this full moon in Scorpio and the lunar eclipse. Through the sacred art of pausing, we develop the capacity to stop hiding, to stop running, to stop running away from our experience. We begin to trust in our natural intelligence, in our naturally wise heart, and in our capacity to open to whatever arises. And that's from Tara Brock. I recently went to the GP, which is a doctor here in Australia, general practitioner, to discuss hormonal replacement therapy. For those who know me, this may come as a surprise because I'm always advocating natural alternative medicine when it comes to my health. Menopause symptoms come in waves that gradually recede and then return. Menopause is not an illness. It's a transition. For seven years, I've successfully navigated my menopause journey with 100% natural remedies. I've noticed during the last six months, my symptoms have increased so much so that I feel the imminent tidal wave about to crash. My body is undergoing a change from being fertile to being quiet, so it makes sense that I would feel the stages of shutdown. As my body groans and rails against the closure of many loved hormones, I've had to slow down, courageously look inward and hold space for any emotional energy to rise. The decision to trial HRT did come easy after I sat with myself for a while, after I felt sorrow for my body and surrendered to asking for help. In other words, I entered a sacred space of pause. On the eve of the full moon in Scorpio and lunar eclipse, I would love you to consider what areas of your life need transitioning. Can you enter that quiet space and pause for a while and see what arises? Are you considering moving away from the pill or going on the pill? Do you want to leave your current job and seek another one? Have you started university only to realise your subjects are all wrong? Are you in a relationship and you know it's not working? It is never too late to ask these questions, nor act to change them. From my understanding, and I'm sure that my lovely friend Kerry will help me out on this one, but the full moon in Scorpio is the most intense of all the full moons and its energy will help you to examine the details of your life that need to change. There will be emotional energy that arises and you will need to sit with those emotions There are many tools you can access to help navigate these emotions and release them. The key in working with this energy is to be willing to feel. This full moon eclipse requests us to lay down our analytical mind. It reminds us that when we analyse our feelings, 
we only prolong them. So without any further ado, and to comment on what I've just said and to share about the full moon and the eclipse, I introduce to you my beloved friend, Kerry Hurrigan, who is an astrological lover of the astrology called Evolutionary Astrology. Correct. Welcome. Thank you, Sue. Thank you. What a lovely introduction to this podcast. Very poignant. Mm. Very Scorpio <laughs> as well. And it is very moon Scorpio. And eclipse. Yeah. Very. Yeah. yeah. Thank you're, you. You're right on target there. You were correct in saying it. Uh, it is the most intense of the full moons in the sign of Scorpio. And in this event for 2022, we have entered eclipse season now. And eclipses, the beginning of it really was back on the 30th of April with the solar partial eclipse in Taurus. And eclipses are always related to intensity. Intensity always, well, it always comes with eclipses. So we can feel this up until a month before and even six months afterwards. So it is not surprising to me that you have been, uh, within the few weeks before this event, even before this recording, that you have been examining and looking within yourself and uh, taking some action and just the realisation that it is a it's a change, a big change that you're going through. With the full moon in Scorpio, we have a full moon in itself is intense because of the opposition of the sun and the moon together. In opposition, rather, the eclipse is intense and, of course, it happening in Scorpio even adds to that intensity. Intensity is part of the change as we go through this collectively and individually. The lunar eclipse will amplify the emotional intensity. So the thing is, is to see where this is transiting in your chart and we'll take, a, a as you were saying, a general look at Scorpio. Uh, some things about the lunar eclipse to start with. We'll see if you have any questions, you know, certainly just interrupt me. So starting with Scorpio, the, it's, it's the archetype of Scorpio is a fixed water sign. In astrology, we associate water with emotions. And this aligns with transformation and intensity. Transformation comes as Scorpio makes us aware of our personal limitations and the desire to exceed them. Evolution and change are associated with Scorpio. Therefore, death is also linked to this powerful sign. And there must be a death, a death of sorts one considers that which is limiting us and preventing the rebirth of something new or inviting the rebirth of something new for the better. And as part of that death, we must bring what is deep within us, as you have said you've done, to the surface for us to face, to deal with, to bring to an end or the death, ultimately, finally, being able to let go for the transformation to occur. So issues that are linked with Scorpio are betrayal, trust, secrets, and that which is taboo are associated with Scorpio, exposing what must be brought out into the open. Scorpio relates to the merging and therefore sex is also associated with this intense sign. Scorpio is the sign of metamorphosis. And merging, whether that's merging with another, as in sexual union, or the ultimate, which is the union with the original source, God, Goddess, 
as in the phoenix rising from the ashes to transform to the dove. And Scorpio is really the only sign that has three stages to it. So this metamorphosis continually occurs throughout our life with things beginning and ending through the change that is necessary for something better. And if you look in your own birth chart, if you look at Pluto, which is the ruler of Scorpio, and for those people who know a little bit about astrology, if you see the aspects, which are the um, sometimes in charge in the in the chart that I provide the free chart I provide it shows you the aspects and if Pluto has a lot of aspects to it to other planets and points there will be a lot of metamorphosizing is that a word (laughs) well it's my word anyway that will occur of course change brings intensity leaving one feeling powerless but at the very same time the same thing can greatly empower us stress and drama occurs when we suppress our emotions creating disharmony between our actions and our feelings emotions can be overwhelming shocking and painful shattering our minds only to send us deeper within ourselves and it is this very thing the same thing that makes us more conscious and aware of ourselves where we become the detective not only to ourselves but those around us grasping for more understanding including the deep dark secrets of others feeling the undercurrents to delve further and dig deeper to consciously or unconsciously engage the ability to finally let something die for the rebirth of something better and this can be a a very turbulent process agonizing process Patience alone is something that will help resolve our problems. And in Buddhism, it is recommended to practice patience so we can be composed as we face our challenges. Now, in saying that, there is the shadow of Scorpio. And we always always must uh, mention the two sides of the one coin. And I'm sure as I mention some of these things, we'll be able to relate it uh, to... uh, the global uh, stage at the moment as we, we're going through this incredible time, corruption, manipulation, compulsions, obsessions and destruction are found in Scorpio. So with Pluto being the ruler of Scorpio, Pluto changes things completely. It completely destroys because it must. I have often seen the same pattern repeating and repeating where old ways Things that we have done for millennia are not working anymore and therefore are slowly crumbling. And as we were saying before we started the podcast, when there is a resistance to change as there is in on the, say, the political scene, the reluctance to move away from, say, fossil fuels to renewable energy is greatly being greatly resisted and and ignored and what can happen with change it can either be slow and gradual or if ignored it'll be cataclysmic so the full moon in scorpio and the lunar eclipse the thing with the full moon it illuminates 
what remains in the dark, bringing it out into the light to bring it to a completion or end or to release it and let it go. And this is in looking at your own individual life. You look to see what house or uh, that this is happening in and the house will relate to that area of life. It also relates to energetic blockages we can feel or things that hold us back, creating the feeling of limitations. As the sun and the moon are in opposing signs during the full moon, we have the sun in Taurus and and this will help us stabilise the intense energy, providing the help to keep us grounded. So it's a good time to be in nature uh, as much as you can or in the garden or go barefoot on the lawn or at the beach. And that's something we don't we don't do as much as we used to. And intensity, of which I mentioned before, also accompanies eclipses. And as we are in the eclipse season, intensity will be with us for several months. Lunar eclipses shed light on what is hidden to bring into a culmination stage to release and let go. And when you combine all these things together, <laughs> that's what's just filled with tension. <laughs> I mean, it gets to the point where the pressure is so great you have you, you make a decision. The other thing I just wanted to quickly mention before I go is we are in a Mercury retrograde season. Always fun. <laughs> no email this morning. That was my well, that's how it started. And now I know I just have to think, well, I can't fight this. You know, I'm just going to walk away and I'll try again later and That's all you can do. That's it, yes. That's all you can do. And don't get frustrated, just No, just walk away. And the retrograding motion is for us to slow down, put the brakes on. Mercury, which is about uh, communications and uh, it's uh, uh, also to do with um, our nervous system in our bodies, Uh, it's about the intellect the processes of thoughts and thinking uh it just helps us slow down and it is happening in gemini from the 10th of may through to the 2nd of june so uh gemini is about diversity and it's very it's a it's the a mutable air sign again it's the air is always linked to the intellect so anything that you are doing in communications short trips or even with your siblings uh, you'll interact with this energy just make sure any communications that you are clear on what somebody is telling you they uh, are clear in what you're telling them any kind of things in your work where it requires documents or contracts or things like that make sure the i's are dotted and the t's are crossed and throw off that which is of no use to you anymore and that's what I was I started to say I'm so sorry I don't think I I can't remember if I finished saying what I did or not this pattern that is repeating of things that don't work anymore old ways we're used to that are not working are coming to an end I did say it because I remember saying that now yeah that's it for me let's move on to week one Kerry so week one and days one to seven being day one is when you receive your period so during your menses cramps and discomfort are most likely your constant companion you could use a hot water bottle painkillers legs up the wall for those yogis out there peppermint oil or clary sage on the end abdomen no matter what remedy you use to comfort your body remember that your mind also will be in discomfort 
and in need of your attention. So let me explain. And this is where I'm going to bring my astrological learnings from Kerry into play. And I'm I'm sure she will let me know whether (laughs) this is correct. So the full moon in Scorpio is intense. Having your period is intense. The combination of the two may have an unexpected impact on your mind. From the mind arises thoughts. From thoughts arise emotions and emotions are released in the body if you allow it. So emotions don't stay long in the body if you feel them and allow them to pass through you. The damage comes when you suppress your emotions. So this is the perfect week to have a holiday and create space for yourself and release any emotions that arise. And this is the exercise that I've been doing for the last three or four months is that when I'm feeling an emotion, I don't analyze it. I don't sit there and go, why am I feeling so sad? Why is this coming up? I don't really give two hoots as to why. I just want to feel the emotion, whether it be anger, whether it be frustration, whether it be sorrow, whether it's laughter. But I sit and I just feel it and it rises within me and I can feel it rise. You know, you, you get that hot, sticky feeling and you get that, that sore throat and, and it may come out in all different forms. It may come out in crying or it may come out that you just want to go for a run. If you've got a boxing thing, you might want to box the bag. bag. <laughs> Not the so what I suggest you do is that don't try to analyze why, just feel it. And because as it releases, seriously, it works. I've done it. As, as, as it comes up and you go, oh, because you have to end up, you stop crying because there's dopamine in them tears, in emotional tears, there's dopamine. And what happens is that when you cry, it, it actually calms you down. And so, mm. so you'll calm down, you blow your nose and you'll go, wow, then then you can ask why. You go, wow, where did that come from? So that's, that, that's, the, the, that's the thing. You feel it, you let it come, you let it go, and then you ask the why. You reckon, Kes? I'm slightly different to you. Yes. Because I do analyse my emotions. I like to Before get, it comes out. Well, why, why, well it, can, it happens unconsciously with me, which even that gets my attention because... Uh, the thing that triggers me or sets me off, the thing that sets me off will be uh, the injustice in the world. I can't, I find it very hard to deal with, especially from politicians. So certain politicians, uh, I've only got to hear them. (laughs) That's it. So to save them Mm. from me, Mm. I turn them off, but then I will go and, Think, why does that bother me so much? Where mm. is that coming from? So I'm very different to mm. you. Mm. Uh, but if I get caught up in that emotion, uh, thankfully I'm not as bad as I used to be mm. because I was very <sighs> volatile. But do you? But do you release that emotion, or do you keep analyzing? Because anal- analyzing emotions suppresses it until you come up with this a conclusion. Is true. Until if I get to the point where I understand where that's coming from, it it goes because now I'm a little a little bit more knowledgeable. I'm a little bit wiser now, and I can if I follow or join the dots, I can pinpoint 
where it originally come from and then I'll go and sort that out. And if I sort even even one thing that's related to that emotion, the rest just collapse. It's like mm. the wave and particle mm. principle in a way. I suppose the, the difference would be too is that perhaps what I'm sharing is deep hidden emotion because I'm a Scorpio as well. Yes, so yes, deep yes. hidden emotion that I don't really know. I, can't, I could not pinpoint it. These are things that have been like I'm 55 now, so mm. God only knows what's what's down there. Oh yes, and so yes. so I think that you can take both of these things. You can take that way, but for me personally, it's the I, I cannot analyze anything until I am completely uncontained. Like my, I just let yes, it go. Yes, that would go. that would be very understandable knowing mm. your chart too. Mm. You can, mm. can I can completely understand mm. how that would be for mm. you. Um, so you've got two avenues, listener, <laughs> to deal with this. Like if you're on your menses and you have all these unwanted emotions and you're feeling that there's, there's two ways that we handle it. So enjoy. So look, <laughs> at, the, look at the sign on your fourth house cusp. Okay, there so you go. To, so mm, to speak. Okay. Um, and see what's there uh, as an example I have Saturn in my fourth house. Mm. I've got Capricorn and I've got Saturn in Capricorn. And up until only uh, recently, the last few years, I could not understand why I felt this, like you say, contained. Mm. I feel contained. I can't, mm. I can't let it out. I, I'm, mm. you know, I just can't let it out. And until I went and investigated where that feeling comes from and then I look at it astrologically, and I can understand, oh, I think, oh, okay, well, if I look at my history on how I express my emotions, when it gets too suppressed, it's going to explode. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, it erupts. Yeah. So, and not necessarily erupts in uh, an emotional state. It can erupt in illness. Oh, definitely. It can erupt in, in illness. projecting yeah. anger on somebody else who doesn't deserve it. You know, that's mm. one of the biggest things is, is projection. Anyway. Let's move on. You have some tools there, my friends. That's what I'm saying. So week two, which is days eight to 14. So your period is over and you're moving through that and now it's day eight. And this is the message for this week. So around day 13, estrogen rises together with a spike of testosterone and endorphins. Over the years, we've mentioned to you about how endorphins naturally occur when there's a high rise of estrogen. And that's why endorphins is there. And endorphins is a painkiller. So if you put them all together, you think, okay, I've got estrogen rising, making me a little bit sexy. I've got testosterone, making me a bit aggressive. And I've got endorphins that are making, are creating painkillers. How wonderful is nature? This is all setting up for a sexual encounter. That's what it's for. A union. A union. So, you know, your whole body is this opening and blooming around ovulation because your body wants to fall pregnant. And so this is what's happening during this week. It's a lead up to having intercourse and having a baby or a pr pregnancy. So um, listen, let me just read this. So this magnificent concoction, estrogen, testosterone and endorphins, creates happiness and contentment within the body. It's ready. And the full moon in Scorpio may dampen your spirit this week, especially if you are prone to regret and revenge. Mm. 
So this is like this shadow that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of your thoughts. It's okay to observe thoughts, but don't allow yourself to be drawn into the drama of them. Do you know that you can dismiss your thoughts? I didn't know this, but I do now. If I have a thought, I don't have to follow it to its end conclusion. <laughs> I can actually go, ah, oh, no, that's just bullshit. And you can dismiss it. And that's bullshit. And dismiss that. And I don't want that. And dismiss that. So we have the power within us to dismiss our thoughts. So just remember that during this time, because even though you're, you've got the hormones within you that make you feel wonderful, you might have a thought that's going to send you down the completely the opposite way. And yeah, and if you enjoy um, drama, you're going to go down that track. So this week is an excellent time for sex. Not only are you under the influence of the full moon in Scorpio, which is a ruler of the sex organs in both male and female, but you have all the arousing hormones to support and stimulate the body. So if you're young and if all your religious things are in check <laughs> and if you are happy to do so, you know, just enjoy this week. Stop thinking. Don't think too much. Just stop thinking. Humans are terrible at thinking. Do you agree? Well, I think a lot. I have, <laughs> I'm always thinking. <laughs> you do. You analyse things. You've got to – okay, your challenge for this week – I know you don't have a period, <laughs> but your challenge <laughs> is to just stop thinking. You could journal instead, journaling. Okay, that's one of my little <laughs> things here to do. Using – I'm going to give free journal paper on this blog, okay. so you just have to go and download it. Instead of thinking, just blo- just journal – because when you think you're, you go into this, you think about that, then you think that, then you go there, then you go there. It's a Any mess. shiny thing. It is a mess. Let, uh, try to do it from my side. But I'm naturally mercurial. Mm. So it's a natural thing for me to analyse and think. There's a girl. Thank you. All righty. I do love you thinking, though, because, you know, you, you pose lots of good questions, which is a good thing. But just for a week, you know, can, can go, go, in, go you. into your sacred pause. Well, meditation That's helps. a sacred pause? Yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. So week three, days 15 to 21. The waning part of your cycle begins as your estrogen drops and progesterone rises. Progesterone is a sedative hormone that makes everything slow down. We have said this for five years. It's a, You slow down this week in the third week. Don't be surprised. You're going to slow down. So during this full moon, I would be careful not to dwell too much on the past. Progesterone can make you a bit teary and vulnerable to painful thoughts. If you are not ready to hold space for these memories, allow yourself to dismiss the thought because you're not ready. Instead, journal about the memory and recall every bit of detail. Journaling is different from being in lost in thought. So it's a different process. So when you have a memory and you want to think about it, when you journal, details come up and you're not prone to moving into like other thoughts like, yeah, why did he do that to me? Or why did she do that for me? And I'm unfair and this is disgusting. And then your ego gets involved and you start re- plotting revenge against the old memory. I must have said, this is what I do, okay? So this all comes from experience. You may not do this. You may go, I'm a lunatic. So 
This is what I do. A lunatic. A lunatic. I find that when I journal, my ego doesn't really get involved. I just write down the facts, which is very helpful. So progesterone can have a feeling of depression as it slows the body down, but don't be tricked into believing you, you are depressed. Your body is feeling the breaks, that's all. I suggest you slow down your mind by finding quiet spaces during your day to listen to music and that soothes you. If you have a household of people, go and sit in a park like Kerry mentioned. You know, go and walk somewhere where you're alone. No electronics, just listen to nature. Shoes off and eyes closed. Yeah, leave the phone at home. Yep. Shoes Mm. off, take the dog. The cat, if the cat will come. Mm. But it was interesting you you said earlier that you need a holiday. Mm. Everything in with astrology is about cycles, and there's always this. There's as part of the cycle, there is the the time of rest, mm. the time of withdrawal. We, if you look at, um, uh, you know, if you, when you look at an astrological wheel, the energy goes in and out. When the energy is expressed mm. outwardly. You can't keep going on and on and on. There must be a time where you rest, where you sit. And Scorpio can do that because of the fixed energy. Mm. You know, opposite Taurus. You know, you've heard of Fernando the Bull. I think you probably told him this. Fernando and he sniffed the daisies, smelt the daisies, and he'd just sit on the hill and just look at his environment. So Taurus opposes Scorpio, so... Mm. Mm. And it's and we're in a society, unfortunately, that has us on the go continuously. Oh, yes. crazy! Yes, that's that's another and that's topic. changing as well. Yep, that sure is. Week week four, days twenty two and beyond. Now, listener, you may have a twenty one day cycle, a twenty five day cycle, a thirty day cycle, a thirty five day cycle. I've heard one woman who had a forty one day cycle. Oh. Really? Yeah, it's outrageous. Crazy. But usually it's a 28-day cycle. Um, So this week I suggest you find ways to keep your progesterone levels optimal. So progesterone, as I mentioned before, this is the hormone that comes up after you ovulate. And it's to hold the womb in a space that is quiet and ready to receive a fertilized egg. And so that's why the progesterone is more like a sedating hormone because it wants to keep the body slow. So PMS or premenstrual syndrome is mostly going to occur this week if your levels of progesterone drop rapidly after day 21. So stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol interfere with progesterone, bringing your body out of hormonal balance. And we have spoken about this for years. During this full moon in Scorpio, it would be great to stretch and hold poses for a long time. Allow your body time to unwind by itself. If you're a runner and you like to run and you like to um, stress the body out because you feel relaxed afterwards, I would encourage you not to do that this week. I would encourage you to do some long stretches. And, of course, you're going to want the adrenaline rush. Of course you are. You're addicted. (laughs) But during this full moon in Scorpio and the eclipse season, I think that you should just rest. 
If you are practicing yoga, you will know the benefits of yin practice. Yin yoga works deeply into your body with passive, longer held poses and is extremely nourishing for the spirit. So a dear friend of mine, she has some beautiful online practices. I'll have a link to that. It's called Piece It Together. Like they're $10, so you can download one for 10 bucks, and you can do a lovely yin practice. I think that if you are, are experiencing intensity in certain areas of your life, then ask why. Why is this tension around this? And it's something mm. for you to go and examine, have a deeper look at. And, and is it time to let go? Because when we let go of what doesn't work anymore, we make room for the new. And I think that's great. Yes. Yep. That's it's so trying good. to come in, mm. and we're seeing that on so many levels. And letting go is not just about a decision overnight. Sometimes you might have to spend weeks understanding what it is that you have to let go, and the process of letting go is, is sometimes important. <laughs> All right, friends, thank you so much. Kerry, thank you. Thank you, Sue. And I had something really profound to say, and I can't think what it is. Mercury retrograde. You. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Change is is something that a lot of people fear, but it can be very exciting as mm, well. Yeah, it's very exciting. Something so, new. Yeah, so enjoy the enjoy this enjoy this time. Mm. Okay, my friends, take care. We love you. Enjoy this full moon. May it be a blessing to you. Yes, and may you find your sacred pause. <laughs> yes. Bye for now, everyone. Bye bye. Bye bye.